Welcome to Living Single in Your City. Our podcast is for men and women that are living single in their respective cities around the world. However, we are here for anyone to listen to and learn from. Join us. All right, all right. I wanted to say TGIF, but today is not Friday. This is T Sizzle with Living Single in Your City, and we are super excited to be back for another great episode. And I'm joined by two lovely, lovely ladies. They're going to introduce themselves, but in addition to introducing themselves and telling where they're located, they're going to tell you where they are in their journey with being single. Because we know we say, hey, single can mean that you have never been married before, you may have been divorced, maybe separated, widowed. Um, you may be single again and on the prowl. So wherever you are in your journey, that is up to the individual person. So we're going to go out to the Midwest and Sage, talk to us and share. Absolutely. Hi, everybody. This is Sage um, from the Midwest. And my journey, I am single, single. Never been married, never been engaged, but I am on the prowl. So <laughs> I guess oh. you can say I'm the So. Yeah, this, any single man listening. Did <laughs> <laughs> no, you say yeah, single and on the prowl? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but look, not you any single men. We're going to talk about the specifics because I know it's not any, yeah. right? <laughs> okay, we're going out. We're going out to the great state of, or the big great state of Texas. Talk to us. Hello, everybody. My name is Angela, and I am. In Houston, Texas, I am originally from Lafayette, Louisiana. I've been in Houston, Texas the majority of my life. I have been married before. I've actually been married twice, uh, divorced and widowed, and now I am single again and ready to mingle. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. First of all, (laughs) Sage, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a friend, you kind of y'all be talking all types of crap, and then you get on the podcast and they give you the professional voice? Like, what is that? I'm like, who the hell is Absolutely. that talking? <laughs> hey, this is my work voice. <laughs> I'm working yeah, so right I'm now. Looking at the phone. Yeah, I'm looking at the phone like, who the hell is that? <laughs> and then she said, this is Angela. I'm like, you ain't That's Angela, funny. you're Angel. What you talking about? <laughs> yes, Angel by my friends. Okay, I got you. But this is, but this is her professional <laughs> voice. So, all right, so, so single guys... You know, you got Sasha Fierce. You know, she's Angel and she's Angela. So, all right. But listen, we got a couple things we're going to talk about tonight. I had um, hit you guys up because I read something on Facebook and I was like, hmm, this is going to be a really, really interesting topic. Um, everybody knows Michael Bazin, right? I remember Michael Bazin from 100 million years ago when he was, like, on the radio. He put out a couple of different books, and he always gets things kind of sizzling between topics of men and women. And it reminds me of a conversation I was having with you yesterday, Angel, about this guy. You were like, mm-hmm. man, he give it to him raw and real. 
So I want you to share that with Sage about the two people you told me on social media and kind of what they're doing before we get into our specific topic for today. Okay, well, first I follow um, on Instagram and Facebook Kendra G. She is a, a motivational speaker. She's also have a show about singles and matching singles together. And her show is mostly about people calling in, telling where they're from, what they're looking for. She asks questions, and then she asks them for their Instagram name and their Facebook name so people can DM them uh, if they're interested. Uh, so she really kind of gets to the core of the conversation by asking the hard questions. Like uh, she will ask them, um, what do you bring to the table? What is it that um, – will motivate someone to want to be with you, you know, uh, what do you offer, things of that nature. Then she asks, you know, how many kids they have, um, are they divorced, uh, how long have they been single, when was the last time they've been intimate. And then another mm. uh, guy that on, I follow. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. wait a minute, hold up. She asks, when is the last time they've been intimate? Yes, because she asked that question because, she wants to know why aren't you serious with the last person that you were intimate with? Why you can't start a relationship okay. with that person? Okay. So, gotcha. all right, now I'm sorry, like, mm-hmm. Now and I, I want to be guy. Before, wait, wait a minute. Before you go to this guy, mm-hmm. I want to give Sage an opportunity to ask you a couple of questions about Kendra and okay. actually her social media is Kendra Media. So as Angel was telling me about her. I'm like, wow, that seems really, really interesting because it's great to have a platform that singles can kind of get the information out. And Kendra Media actually is a Chicago morning show host for 107.5. And so she does this, like, on Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, so, uh, so Angel, give us a little bit more specific. So you're saying she hosts on Facebook Live um, asking men or women questions? Yes, they can call in and she choose the the person, you know, after they ding in and, they, and she will ask questions, you know, like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for something casual? Are you looking for a male or female? Uh, what type of relationship are you looking for? What's the important characteristics are you looking for in a mate? Things of that nature. Okay, okay, gotcha. And, and, and I want to say this really quickly. So, before you ask her, Sage, the question, one of the things she posted on Instagram was Antonia, 32, with eight kids and seven different women. His last girl, mm-hmm. which was not one of his children's mother, wasn't able to keep up with his sex drive. So she looked like, looked like she's interviewing them on Instagram Live, something called Singles Out, no, Singles On, I'm sorry, and then she's posting their profile. Is that kind of what you're you're saying, Angel? Yes, that's correct. The answers that they give, she will post them. And I I saw that actual interview, and she went in on him because she was like, okay, what woman is going to want you? You have seven kids by uh, eight baby moms, you know, or I mean seven by however many. And um, so she asked the hard questions, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) she went in on him. What are your thoughts about that, say, just hearing it before you actually get to look at any of her information? Um, would you be interested in, like, participating in something like that, like putting yourself out there on, like, social media being asked certain questions and just kind of seeing what guys bite from that? Um, well, me personally, like, I'm, I'm to some degree, when it comes to things like that, I am pretty private. Um 
if I was to write to her, then I would definitely be anonymous because I feel like, again, you know, as I said before on the show, I think that your private life should be sacred. So, um, but then the fact that she's so she's posting these uh, social medias or their profiles in relation to their question, correct? That's correct. Angel? Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm not really – I think that that's uh, – because, you know, usually sometimes when people do that, they always keep the person anonymous. So I would just want to know mm-hmm. why is it important to put a person's uh, business out there. I'm not attacking her, but I just, you know, wanted to know. But but I think, Angel, what you were saying, when people go on live with her and she puts their profile and people can see them, if you're interested, you can then hit them up. Is that right. correct? Yes, that's correct. You know, um, okay. if you're interested in the person, she gives the information, you know, that they provided. And all of the people that are on her show know that this is going to be public to everyone and that they have their, you know, the people are giving the DM for the Facebook and for uh, Instagram their name. So they are aware well, of it. But I'm I'm the same way. I'm very private, so I can't see myself going on there answering some of the questions that she asks because they are very personal. Right. But these are people that are seeking someone, so I guess, you know, in their mind, they're like, well, I'm putting myself out there. Um, I have to find, if I want to find the mate that I want, then I'm going to have to give out the information, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it isn't very private, you know. You, <laughs> She's asking questions that other people want to know before they contact you. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's really interesting. Well, we're going to definitely check out her stuff because I, I feel like it should be definitely a, a lot of different platforms giving singles opportunity to kind of shoot their shot, get the information out. Now, let's switch gears. You were talking about another guy, and this guy really reminded me of Michael Bazin a little bit. Tell me a little about him while I pull <laughs> up his social media. Kevin. Kevin yes. R. Samuel. His name is Tell Kevin He's an image Samuel. consultant. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Kevin Samuel. Tell us Samuel. a little bit about kind of what your thoughts are about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just started following his conversation, but it's it's very much different from Kendra. He's very um, he's hard as well, but he doesn't ask questions. He wants to get to the nitty gritty of the situation. He have you on, <laughs> and he he will actually he actually questions, but it's a different type of question uh, questioning. You know, he wants to know about you personally, what you're looking for, why you think you deserve this type of person in your life, you know? <laughs> like, do you really deserve a man that makes six figures when you're working at Walmart? You know, it's stuff like that. He's very controversial, and he don't mind putting it out there. Like, do you think a six-figure guy is going to want you? Why? You know, uh, yeah, he's very in your face. And, and you know, the thing, the thing that Angel and I was talking about yesterday when we were talking about him and again, we're talking about um, Kevin R. Samuels on Instagram. He's an image consultant, influencer, um, lifestyle coach, and so on and so forth, right? And again, he has a million followers. And he looks like an older gentleman, so he may be like 55 or 60, all right, African-American guy. So basically it was funny because I was like, well, Angel, what do you mean? Like, seem like he just has no filter. Like, he asked a woman, okay, what kind of guy you want? And she says, oh, I want a guy that makes multiple six figures. I want him to have large penis, nice house. I want him to be, have, you know, be polished. And he'll say, okay, do you have a nice house? Do you have a good job? Are you fat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there he's you, asking all these different you questions. You want all of that. Yeah, because yeah, he want to see, he does. Do, you, do you measure up to what you want? 
Um, exactly. And again, so before we get into the meat of our topic today, let me ask you, ladies, though, do you agree, though? Do you feel like if a woman says, I want a guy that is drop-dead gorgeous and has a great job and he's great in bed and he can take me and travel all these places and she works for $8 an hour and she's less than attractive, not really presentable, do you feel like you need to match up with what you're wanting or do you think it doesn't matter? What's your opinion about that? I do agree. Um, I don't like his delivery. He has no filter, and he can be downright just rude, <laughs> but I I do agree with some of his uh, topics. And I do. I mean, I feel like if you're asking and requesting this from a mate or a partner, um, you have to be, you know, at least – I'm not saying that you have to be equal to the person – but you have to have something to offer, you know. Uh, you can't just come to the table and just expect this off top and you're not willing to build right. with this person. Um, you have to be I willing to you. build something with this person and you have to have something to offer that shows that you can deal with that person. Um, but I think it goes both ways. He's really hard on the women, but I've heard him be hard on the men as well, but I think it goes both ways, um, you know, with women. We can't have it all and then always expect for the guy to come to the table with hardly nothing and then we want to build them up. No. It's time mm-hmm. out for that. I got you. What's your thoughts, Sage? I definitely agree with that because uh, I feel like uh, you you do, to some point, you do have to attract what you are putting out there too. And you have to ask yourself, do I really deserve it? Like I want all of this stuff, but what am I doing? What am I putting out there? So, um, I'm with Angel on that. I agree 100%. And I feel like you have to bring some things to the table, too, because if you're not doing anything with your life and you're expecting somebody to basically raise you and take care of you, then it's not going to work. So uh, okay. both of us have to be working. Both of us have to be making money, and that's just my philosophy, because I've been there, done that um you know, working a job or two and then somebody sees what I'm doing or the amount of money that I'm making or the things that I'm doing for myself and then they want to move in because they want me to take care of them. And, you know, that's not fair to the other person because you're pulling my lane basically. So I'm agreeing to that because I've experienced that myself. So, yes, you have to bring Mm -hmm. something to the table. Now, Angel, Angel, can you share this with Sage? You were telling me that this guy, Kevin, has a philosophy about men paying bills, paying all the bills. Can you share that? feels that if a man wants to be head of the household, he needs to be able to pay all the bills and not ask for half of the rent, half of the utilities. He he feels that no woman is going to respect a man that is asking for half and are going to respect him as the head of the household. So he feels that if you're going to be an alpha male, you need to be able to pay all the bills. (laughs) Well, What are your um, thoughts, Sage? I guess I really... I guess I don't really have a direct answer to that, but what I can say is um, I do agree to that to on some degree, but um, because I've never lived with a man before, so I've never experienced that. But my thing is, okay, at least I can say before I got married, I paid my own bills. I paid my own rent. I was independent, and I have the mindset if you fall behind on something, I can be your backbone. So I feel like, yes. Um, mm-hmm. You can say that, but I would not. I would not depend on my husband to just do everything. If uh, if we're buying a house together, it's like I want to be the co-signer. I want to be a part of this. You know, I want to pay bills too. But um, I believe in. Oh, you do. 
it you know marriage being equal. Yes, because I'm a, I, I'm very business minded. I just feel like I just feel like it should be equal. Well, I I, I, get, I I definitely understand what you're saying, but I from my my thought, and I I guess I see what this guy is saying is it's a difference with you wanting to pay a bill and you needing to pay a bill, you know, and that and that just goes along mm-hmm. the house like everybody is not going to make multiple six and seven and eight and nine figures, and you're not going to – you can just pay all your bills six months in advance. A lot of people are just basically making it from month to month. And, of course, if you're making $50,000 a year and you got bills that's out the wazoo, you're going to need some help with it. But if you're in a you know a different financial bracket, then you're not going to need that person. So you can literally say, okay, well, if you want to pay a bill right. – Pay the whatever bill, pay the phone bill, pay your phone bills, pay the insurance, because so many different things you can really pay. But um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about those people, and we're going to be diving into a little more in the future about them because I think it's really interesting, and it also just gets the conversation going. You know, when we talk about love, life, and relationships, because everybody thinks differently, and that all matters. We're going to get into our topic for today right after we come back from break. Again, this is T. Sizzle with Living Single in Your City, along with Angela. Leaders are leaders and leaders are leaders. Living Single Across America presents books being released very soon. One is 99 Dating Tips. Hmm, who would like to have some tips on being good at dating? And the other book that will be released soon is Success in Online Dating in the 21st Century. For more information, click on the link below and get connected. All right, everyone, we are back. And, again, we're talking about living single in your city and just different things that singles go through. Our main topic of discussion for today we're talking about Michael Bazin. Anybody know Michael Bazin? Ladies, before I read this, are you familiar with Michael Bazin? Do you know who he is? Have you ever read anything by Michael Bazin? Give me a little information before I dive into Michael Bazin. Yeah, well, we well, do that. I've been doing him forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, Angel, so both of you guys are familiar with Bazin, right? Right. Yes. Okay. All right, so I I ran across this on Facebook, and of course Michael Bazin has written several books, and um, and one thing I say about him, um, I'll, I've always liked Michael Bazin. I followed him for years, and then a couple of years I didn't hear from him. Well, I guess I wasn't following him, but one time he pissed me off. Right, one time he was throwing an event, and I think Miami. This was probably ten years ago, and I always talk about this when I'm talking about him. And what pissed me off about it was. It was some type of ball. Of course, men and women could come, purchase a ticket, and hold on one second. And um, yeah, men and women could come and purchase a ticket, and then he wasn't getting enough sales from men. So he said, "All right, ladies, you always talk about events for singles, and the men don't show up, and so on and so forth." Well, sometimes men can't come because they don't have the money or they can't get off work or this and that. And he was basically saying, like, he may have had 100 women already purchased tickets for the event, and he only had, like, 25 men. 
So he started asking women to sponsor a man that really wanted to come, but they may really didn't have the finances to get there. And I had a problem with that. So I want to first, before we get into our main topic for today, since we're talking about bathing, I want to know what your thoughts are about that, ladies. If you're going to an event where it's going to be women and men, like a ball, like around Valentine's, and you find out a few weeks before the event, the event may even get canceled because they have 100 women, but only 25 men have registered. What are your thoughts? And you are asked to sponsor a man just so the event can have men there as well. Would you do it? What's your thoughts? Whoever wants to go first. And just let, say your name so everyone will know who's speaking. Oh, somebody. Okay. This okay. is the stage. Um I would disagree with that because of the fact that it sounds very disorganized. First of all, and if you know that you're, if you cannot benefit or if you cannot pay your way into the event, then you shouldn't even be there. So it's not fair for somebody else to sponsor you at all. I don't, you know, I don't know. I just don't like that. It just sounds very disorganized to me, like all over the place pretty much. Okay, Okay, this is Angel, and... I agree as well. There's no way that I would sponsor someone to go to an event if um, I found out that, I mean, as a promoter, first of all, he should have better promotions on how to get the men there. Uh, But I would not sponsor anyone because that's going to set the tone for the whole relationship, even if I do meet a guy there. Um, You know, Mm. I don't want him to think I'm going to sponsor every event that he can't afford to go to. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you can't pay to go, then you don't need to be there at all. You can't pay to play, you can't play. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that and just you know, shows that if you, you're you looking to date someone and then you can't even afford to pay for an event to get there, but you want to date someone, no. Yeah. I'm feeling you, and I definitely agree with both of you guys. And, again, that's not my only impression about Bazin. I actually like Bazin because he's a man that speaks up, but I didn't like that. And he gave his, and he had the audacity to have an analogy behind why women should do it. And he talked about women that women make more money than men. You women, you can afford it, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, nah. And I didn't think about it the way you said it, um, Angel. But yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're getting down to the wire on an event and you see you don't have enough men, then you got to spend some more money in marketing, promotion, or you need to be paying for them to come. Like that's just ridiculous. So, all right, here's what Bazin wrote on. Um, Facebook that I read and that I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on. The title is, Why Women Need Men Who Challenge Them. Most mature women are financially stable. They have academic and book sense, and over 70% of them are holding down the household as single parents. Although a man's help would be appreciated, for many established women, money and help with kids is not a need. What mature and intelligent women long for is quality companionship and stimulating conversation with a real man who leads by example, brings resources to the table that men's intellectual, financial, and life experience, that, I'm, I'm sorry, that means intellectual, financial, and life experience. As a man, it's not about being in charge or being right. It's about making your partner feel secure and challenging her to see the world from different perspectives. 
we can't beat our chest and raise our voices believing this is a way to lead. We must lead by our example and strength of character. Only an insecure man would expect women to submit to his way of thinking when he hasn't accomplished anything with those thoughts. And only a woman who is a fool would follow a man who talks a good game but doesn't have anything to show for it. As I said earlier, most women don't need a man, but they definitely want a good one and a strong one. To put it frankly, a woman can go to the sperm bank to make a baby or use a sex toy to give her an orgasm, but they'll never create a device that can simulate a woman's mind like engaging in a conversation with a man of depth and intelligence. Ladies, drum roll, please. Talk to me. The good, the bad, the ugly. Give me some examples of men you've talked to in reference to this. I shared this with a couple of guys, and only one responded. <laughs> a couple of them just ignored it. Somebody else said they'd get back with me later on it. So, ladies, talk to me. Oh, whoever want to go first? <laughs> okay, well, this is Angel, <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, I do agree with Michael Bazin. Um, first of all, a man who wants to lead a household or lead a relationship has to be able to know what that means and and possess the characteristics of a leader and show that he can also do that. And there's a lot of men out there that say they want to lead, but they aren't capable of leading. Um, a lot of women our age, in our age group, uh, we don't need a man for certain things, but it's a lot of things that we do need a man for. And me personally, I prefer a man that I can learn from, that I can build from. He has to be able to stimulate my mind before he can stimulate my body. And it just all goes into play, you know. Um, he has to show me something. It just can't be him just, you know, telling me that he's the man, he's the one that can do this, this, and this, and then here it is. Um, the things that you're telling me, I don't see it, you know, in your everyday life. You're not leading as an example of that. What are your thoughts, Sage? Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, Angel pulled a lot of good pointers here because I feel like in this thing called life, we are here to be educated and um, we are supposed to be challenged by everybody. And I feel like I have been challenged on this show by people coming from a different place of perspective, but yet that expanding my mind. I believe in expansion. So when somebody gives you a different idea, you're just like, aha, it, you know, it educates you and it, and it assimilates you. And uh, I believe that, again, it builds character. So I agree with Angel. Like for you to stimulate my body before that, I have to be stimulated mentally. So I definitely agree with that 100%. Now, let me ask you this, ladies. Like, now, I, I love it, and I, I, I definitely agree as well. But when a man reads this, what if you could, like, um, I think it's Beyonce or someone that did the, the made a song called Switching Places or Trading Places. No, maybe it was Usher. Bottom line is, if you could imagine or try to imagine being a guy right now to read this, how do you think a man would feel about this?
I oh this is Angela. Angel. And um I feel that a man would look as a woman being too independent. She don't need a man. She just looking for someone uh, to just be there, you know, but she don't want to allow him to lead. And it's not about that. I would love to have a, a partner that would help me pay my bills and be there to do to help with everything, you know. Uh, it's not the fact that I can't do it, but it's a lot easier when you have a partner that's by your side doing these things with you. You know, I want to be able to build with my partner. And I think a man will look at that, uh, that conversation uh, in a negative light, but that's that's not what Michael Bazin is looking at. He's he's looking at a, a, a partnership where people, people are bringing something to the table, they're able to build. You're teaching and you're bringing something to the table to this woman to show a different, you know, perspective of how things can be done. You know, uh, we're doing things right now out of survival because we've had to do it, you know, but if mm. we didn't have to do it, I'm sure a lot of women wouldn't want to. You know, there are certain th- I still believe in gender roles. You know, there's certain things mm-hmm. that I don't want to do as a one female. You know, I don't want to take mm-hmm. out my trash. I don't want to pump my gas. I don't want to do none of those things, but I've had to do it because <laughs> I am single and alone. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that's out there that, that you know, I, I wish that I had a partner for, but I don't. So I've had to learn to do it on my own, you know, and um, – mm-hmm. I just feel that a lot of men will look at it in a negative light, but it's not, you know, shouldn't be perceived that way in other words. I'm with you. And, you know, I'm with you 110%, and I agree. And when I read this, you know, to me, and this is just me speaking, like, you know, most mature women are stable academically doing all these things. It's not like, oh, what the hell do I need a man for? But, you know, like he says is, Women are looking for men that can bring resources to the table. That means intellectual, financial, and life experiences. Women, especially professional women, women that are about growth and moving forward, working to become the greater self, we want someone that can help us be better, add value. I mean, now tell me, ladies, think over the last two or three years, Give us some examples of different guys that you met. Like, what kind of value have these guys added to you? Oh, well, whoever, guy, girl, doesn't really matter. Give us a couple of examples, or just can you share? Um, you don't have to say any names, but just tell us about two or three people you may have had dealings with or potential dealings and what went wrong or what they did or didn't do. Whoever wants to go first. I was literally, this is Sage. Um, I remember I used to deal with somebody, and he was very, very arrogant. And I told him, like, you know, you're very cocky. And he said, hey, I'm cocky off top. And, uh, but he was very outspoken, and he really had this idea that I was going to fall in love with him. He was going to break my back, as he put it. Um, and I was going to fall head over heels in love with him. And I'm like, well, you're putting me in the same category as those other women that you broke their backs and they fell in love with you and they couldn't get enough of you and they were stalking you at your job and things like that. But I'm not the one. Like, what makes you think that I just need you like that? So I don't I don't like men who have this mindset of um, I'm God's gift to women. Everybody's going to fall in love with me, especially if they're good looking. Okay. <laughs> you know, they have that uh that mentality, especially if it has happened before in their history. But, yeah, I've, I've dealt with uh, someone that felt like I just needed them, and I was just so madly in love with them. And I was going to go crazy and lose my mind, and I'm just like, no, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I use uh, my discernment, 
and this is already telling me who you are as a man, first of all. And I just felt like that was very respectful. So that was my experience. I was just like, what? <laughs> this is the world that we live in now? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. If a man, if the first thing a man can say to me is, I'm going to break your back, and I'm like, look, yeah, I, I'm out. Like, are you fucking for right, real? And you, that, that, right. And then what? on top of that, you're going to fall in love with me. You're going to be crazy. Like, I will blow your mind, Sage. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, uh, did, he, did he really just say that? Like, you don't think that I have respect for my body. And, you know, I'm an air sign. All air signs need to be mentally stimulated. For me to have that connection with somebody, you you have to stimulate my mind. You know what I'm saying? For for mm. us to take it mm-hmm. there, yeah, you have you have to open my mind. But wow. that's what he said. I'm, but they have that mindset that you know they're gonna break your back and you're gonna fall in love with them. Wow. What are your thoughts, Angel? Well, I, I do feel that men at a um, at a particular status are ones that do feel like they have it going on. So say um, a lot of them are very arrogant and, you know, conceited into the fact that they feel that they really don't need a woman. You know, they they feel like that they're God's gift to women. And that's, that, that's a different mindset that you don't want to get trapped into as well. You know, um, I want you to bring something to the table, but I don't want you to feel like, uh, everything you bring to the table is going to make what my table is. You know, my table is already there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, you're supposed to bring to it to enhance it, not just feel like that you can just take over. Uh, so that's that. That is something that I have experienced while dating. Um, also, um, in the different age groups, like with with my age now, I'm in my forties, early forties, and sometimes. Men will say, I have this going on, I have that going on, uh, I can bring this to the table, that to the table. And I've noticed that as I get older, what they consider what they're bringing to the table is not up to the standards or level that I feel like I'm already, I'm past that already. What do you mean? You know, those mm-hmm. are those are uh, standards that you should have had when you were coming out of college or, you know, is I mean, you want a cookie or a handshake for having the basic items that most adults are supposed to have already. You know, I have mm. better men that say, well, I got my own place, and they living with their cousin and them in a, in a two-bedroom apartment. Or they, you know, <laughs> well, I have a good job and this and that, but, uh, yeah, I'm making $18 an hour. It's nothing wrong with that, but it's the fact that you feel like those standards are okay at that at your level right now. You know, you're doing stuff that I know high school kids are doing. You know, so I'm like, okay, are you willing to build, uh, is that where you're stopping at? You know, is that your last point? Are you willing to build up from that? Is there other things that you have goals for? You know, um, Mm -hmm. because if that's the case, you know, it's like, okay, well, your standards don't match my standards. You know, it's not where, you're not where uh, I want to go in life. You know, are we going to build this together and this is where to go? But they'll come in feeling like, Oh, I have everything together, and I, you know, I'm there already. You know, I have, I have everything. You know, but and then you read profiles online. I've done online dating, and you'll see men mm-hmm. that always have to point out, "Well, I got my own place, I got my own car, I got this and that." But you know, you shouldn't have to point those things out. You're at a point in life where you should have those things. That's not something to be just, you know. Okay, well, what else are you talking about? 
Are you talking about owning some real estate? Do you have a 401k? Are you, uh, do you have some, what else are you developing? You know, because right now you're talking about the basic needs that we all need to live. Right. Mm-hmm. Basic stuff. Yeah. What are your thoughts about that, Sage? I agree with her. Like, how can you expect so much from a person that you're not, you're not putting that same thing on the table? It doesn't make any type of sense. But I feel like, too, that is a red flag because, you know, it's just like what I was saying earlier, Miss T. Like, I feel like people want somebody else to take care of them. Say that you <laughs> want this from a woman and you live with your cousin in a two-bedroom apartment, just like Miss Angel was saying. You know, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I'm with I you, and with I think that, that um, I, I definitely agree. So before we move on from that and close out this episode, what what is it as a single woman, ladies, and you listen to what Michael Bazin has to say, and you kind of agree with most of it, if you could talk right now to any man that's listening that's a single man, and he says, man, what the hell do y'all want? What would you say to the single man listening right now? They were to ask Sage, if they were to ask what we want as single women, how would we respond? Yeah, like, yeah, y'all talking about y'all don't really need a man for nothing. We got to bring resources to the table. Like, what, what the hell do y'all women really want? What would you say? This is Sage. Um, stability is is a big thing. So, I can't live with somebody and the house or the relationship. I'll just speak it. I'll just use this um, this example. The walls in the house come crashing down because there is no stability. There is no fruit in the in the marriage or the partnership or a a relationship. So I need um, stability, and I need love, and I need security, and I need support. I need a a backbone. You know, in the Bible, Eve came from man's rib. She was there, so. I need a man, a real man, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what would you tell the men um, listening, Angel? Uh, well, I would they say They want to know what the hell you want. <laughs> well, first of all, I would like you all to get out of the man, the mindset that all women are the same and that we all think the same or want the same thing. So... You know, just scratch that. What you did for one woman back in the day is not going to work for the same woman that's in and out the bedroom. Uh, So that has to be scratched first. And then I would say that the main thing that I'm looking for is consistency, um, stability, security. You know, we uh, we need someone to come in and, and take over this household but be able to build together, you know, not only take over the household, but I want you to be able to build with me, you know, be able to be there, like she said, with, a, you know, my support system, um, just someone that's just honest with themselves and with me, you know, don't come in with the game plan, um, really stability, security, and consistency. You have to be consistent. You can't start something. So what you do at the beginning of a relationship, you have to continue to do throughout the relationship. I agree with that. And uh, this is Sage. Please don't tell a woman, uh, I will break your back and you're going to fall in love with me. Please don't say that. And then nine years later, you heartbreaking, writing songs about karma because it came back on you. Now you're single. (laughs) Please don't do that. 
Uh, definitely, definitely. And what I would just want to add to that is, is men are saying, what the hell do you guys want? Men, conversation. Sit and study a woman. There are some men that's making millions right now because they they call themselves connoisseurs of women, knowing what women want. Listen, talk to women, listen, and get on the same page. Every woman is not the same, just like Angel said. And practice. Like practice make perfect. Just like when we're in school, we're saying, I'm in this class, I got an A, so I'm going to have an A. You know, you got to study it. I don't think that people put a lot of time or invest because everyone want to do something fast because we're in a microwave society. And that's just not going to work for an above average woman. It may work for a basic chick, but not the above average women. So get it together, men. If you want a quality woman that's about her business that can also compliment you, get it together. As we end this segment, before we go into our next ladies, any closing comment to the ladies? Give, give, give the ladies, um, feed the ladies before we go. Well, I would say to the ladies that we have to stop babysitting these men. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think that women, we are, uh, younger women are, women in general, it doesn't have to be an age to it, but um, I know that, you know, just saying my just talking about myself personally, there's a lot of things that I accepted in my younger days that I don't accept now because I know my worth. You know, back then, it's it's not that I didn't know my worth, but it was just a lot of things I accepted during that time because I felt like I could change that person or I would be able to, or he would change once he got with me and saw how things would be or, you know, or I could help build him up and this and that. No. You know, at this stage in my life, I'm not building up with someone that doesn't want to build up with me. So it's it's a two-way street. And so we have to stop allowing ourselves to get in these traps where uh, we're feeling sorry for these men and we want to help them and we want to build them up and stuff. Yeah, we're going to help them, but they got to be willing to help themselves and also offer help to us in the process. Respect. All right. Um, Sage? I agree with her. Uh, the only thing I can say is just know your worth, be smart, and love yourself, number one, first. And if you love yourself, people like that, they can't convince you of anything. You won't be taking care of nobody. So just have some respect for self. Absolutely. And one thing I want to say to any woman that's listening to our show is people always talk about women are too independent. Hey, if you're an independent woman, honk your horn. Be independent, stay independent, and find an independent man that will be able to compliment you and not anyone that's going to dim light on all your glitter and shine. This is T-Sizzle, Angel, and Sage. We're living single in your city, and we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Another incredible show. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to Living Single in Your City. You can listen to our other episodes at anywhere that podcasts are being played. If you're looking for us, and you should be, find us on Facebook at Living Single Across America. We're also on Instagram. (laughs) And remember, it is best to be living single than with the wrong person. Get connected.